Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others, and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast, where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with the sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Agnes Ntafia. Agnes is the Agnes is the first born in her family with three siblings. She lives in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Agnes loves doing makeup, hanging out with friends, going to cafes. She is also a plus-size girl who loves her skin. Recently graduated university with a bachelor's degree in finance. She is currently doing her internship. Agnes, how are you today? Hello, Aziz. I'm fine. I'm happy to have you here. I feel excited to know much more about you. And I'll begin with this nice first question, which is, Agnes, if your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? I think my friends will describe me as funny. I'm also too nice. <laughs> I'm also indecisive, <laughs> if that counts. It does. And I'll ask you much more about that. But let's begin with too nice. Does that mean that you feel you have people pleaser tendencies, that you find it hard to say no to people, that you tend to say yes and even sometimes sacrifice a bit yourself for others? Or what do you mean with too nice? I, I have this tendency of people pleasing that I'm currently trying to deal with and stop it because it's not nice. I understand. And let's say you are in a situation where you are dealing with the people-pleasing tendency. Why does it happen? Is it because you don't want to give other people bad emotions? Is it because you don't want to hurt them? You do feel they'll judge you? What is behind it? I usually just feel bad saying no. I feel like I'll hurt the other person's feelings. And that's the last thing I want to do. So I usually end up saying yes. But that also hurts me. So... On the other side, it's also not good for me. I understand. And how are you working on this? Did you find something that helps anything that is working for you? Well, I have a friend that's very strong minded and she's she's really a she's a part of me trying to she's a part of me that is trying to teach me how to say no. As she's really trying to change me. So I am really thankful for her first. I'm really thankful for her because she's really trying to show me that I, I can say no and it doesn't have to make me feel hurt about someone else's feelings. Like I'm not responsible for someone else's feelings. So I am, she's really a part of 
trying to teach me and me not being a pe- not pleasing people and trying to say no I understand she's a very good friend and I encourage the transformation she's helping you with and you said that you are undecided first is this related to worrying too much overthinking or is it just just that you feel there are so many great options you're like there's so many good things i want everything i can decide or how does that work okay my indecisiveness is that i feel like there's so many most of the times the scenarios are like there's so many options that get confused on what to pick okay let's say maybe we might go to a restaurant and there is a menu that i have to pick from to pick something from food let's say But then I would really have a hard time picking. I would want everything. I would want to pick this. I want to take cocktail. I want to take juice. So I am really indecisive. And I usually end up making the wrong choices. I might go to a restaurant and be like, I would want this. I want this. I want this. And at the end of the day, I would take, I would make a choice. But it would end up not being a nice choice. <laughs> I understand. And you being undecisive, does it mean that you enjoy being around decisive people so you don't need to decide or worry about that? Or how does that dynamic work? I love being around people who are decisive. That helps me a lot. It saves me. <laughs> Great. And to know even more about you as a woman from Tanzania, Maybe some people have never visited. They don't know the difference between uh, women within the different countries that are near Tanzania and Tanzania itself. How would you de- describe yourself as a Tanzanian woman? What kinds of attitudes, what kinds of thoughts, what kinds of rights, what kinds of lives do they usually lead? Most people describe Tanzanians as too nice. People say that we are too nice. And... Like, I would say that's true because you would find, you would greet someone and they would respond like very nicely back. It's, I don't I don't know about you guys there, but Tanzanian people are very nice and I would say I'm nice and Tanzanian women are nice and our culture is also nice. It's a beautiful place to visit. Yeah. I agree 100%. And I know that you are... A woman who is into body positivity, you enjoy being plus size, you're proud of it, you're happy and feeling beautiful with it. I want to understand too, is it also because you are lucky to be in Africa, which is could be more celebrated than other parts of the world? Or is it in general that you found a way for you to find your confidence in every way that you are, love yourself in every way you are? Or how is that for you? Honestly, I can say I found it myself. It's, I don't think being, being a plus size is being celebrated in Africa. From my experience, my own parents body shame me. They do not like the way I look. Sometimes I feel like they are ashamed of me. People seeing them, seeing me with them. And they usually tell me like so many times, just the way she don't look good. No one is going to marry you. But then it's reached a point of like, I don't I don't want this to get to my head and they're not going to get to my head because, okay, you're going to, you're going to fat shame me. And then what? I'm going to cry. And then what? Am I going to get thin overnight? No. Okay. I'm losing the weight. I'm working out. But then on the process of it, am I? is my life going to be miserable? Am I going to wear boring clothes just because you told me I look ugly? No. So I think it's me. It's from within me. I decided like 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to be pretty. I'm going to wear nice clothes. I'm going to go out. Whatever you guys say, I'm going to do it. So I feel like every woman should do that too. Whether you're a man, you're a woman, if you're plus size. Yeah, sure. The people who hate, hate on plus size, they say a lot on plus sizes. You need to, you're not healthy, you know that. But then you're not me. I might be healthy than the, than the skinny person. <laughs> so I don't think it's right for you to judge pers- to judge a person based on their size or to judge to judge someone's beauty based on their size. I don't think that's right. And I took it upon myself that I am beautiful, I am pretty, I am gorgeous, no matter no no matter what anyone says, they're not going to get to my head. Yeah. I love that attitude. I encourage it very much. A lot of women need it. So I'll ask you even more. There are many teenage girls and uh, women in their early 20s who are comparing themselves constantly to women in Instagram, women who are photoshopped, or even now they'll be generated by artificial intelligence and they feel ugly. They don't see their unique beauty. What's your advice to them? How can they overcome that and find that confidence from within themselves? Well, I would advise anyone women and everyone, not to take social media seriously. (laughs) Let's say I might post, maybe I'm in a nice restaurant, and you might say, hi, Agnes is in a nice restaurant. She's she's, she's eating, she's in a five-star hotel, she's enjoying her life, but you really don't know how it got there, right? You don't know how it got there. You don't know what I've been through to get there. You don't know what transport that I used to get there. So, like, people should not trust social media. That's a place for fun and relaxation. And if you take social media seriously, it's going to get to your head and you're going to not feel beautiful. You're going to not feel successful. You're going to feel a lot of insecurities. And and people say this every day, like, do not trust social media. Do not compare yourself to anyone on social media. Just do you and everything's going to be all right. Perfectly said. That's absolutely great. And you mentioned before that you don't want to wear boring clothes. (laughs) Can you speak a bit about how much fashion is an important part of expressing your personality and your life? What does it add to you? How did you find your style? Maybe there are even teenage girls who are looking to find their fashion sense and maybe they can get some advice from you. Okay, um, funny story. I never used to wear trousers, <laughs> trousers, skinny jeans. I always used to dress up on dresses. And I know people are going to ask why, why? That's from my, I don't know if I can say this, but my parents are very toxic. <laughs> my dad, once I once wore um, a trouser around 2015. That was the last time. That was the last time that I, that's that's the last time that I stopped wearing trousers, and my dad was like, I was going out with him to run some errands, and he was like, Why are you going wearing a trouser? You look like that. You know, you know your size is is like, and you know you're plus size, you're a big girl. Why are you wearing a trouser? Go change it. So that made me very insecure, honestly. Like, so I never, never, never used to wear trousers again until after uni, after finishing university, 
Well, during university, my friends used to tell me like, wear trousers, why not wearing trousers? I'm like, no, I'm uncomfortable, my thighs and all that. But then the, and I used, I used to wear very boring clothes. I'm like, why wear, my, we would go out for swimming, my friends would wear swimsuits, they would wear bikinis and I would wear maybe a boxer and a vest. And I, would, I used to wear very, my, my style was very boring. So um, after, after finishing university, I was also, I was still in the journey of self-love and self-confidence. And this goes back to like, it doesn't, you don't just sleep and wake up and you're, and you're confident. You don't just sleep and wake up and you love yourself. This was a journey. It, it took a while, honestly. So after university, that's when I was like, why, why am I, why am I being boring? Why am I wearing boring clothes? Like, who am I doing it for? Okay, my dad told me, like, I don't look good. But when I when I wear something nice, people tell me I look good. Why would I base my dad's opinion on my body? So after university, I started dressing up. I started wearing trousers. I started going to the beach. I started going to swimming. I would wear a bikini. And honestly, I would say that I felt really good about myself. And I found my style too. Like I can wear this and look good. I can wear a mini skirt and look good, regardless of how my thighs look like, regardless of how I look. And people would still tell me that I look pretty. And I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, "Why was I wearing dresses? Why was I being boring all this time?" And I really regretted it. And I was like, when I was in uni, like I had the chance to dress good, but I was wearing boring clothes. Why? Why didn't I do it earlier? So. I would, I would go back to advise other girls that are like me or went through something like me that they should not waste they should not waste their time and dress up good and feel good about themselves like you know life is short so if you start being insecure and thinking what are people going to say even if people judge you they'll judge you for one second but after you turn around they'll actually forget what they just saw so like I think people should just live their life and be happy and follow their style. Yeah. Those are very, very wise words. Thank you, Agnes. And as a woman who studied finance and you seem to crave new emotions and excitement and you don't want to be bored, for some people, finance might be boring. How do you deal with that? Do you have like uh, a Gemini personality where you're bored at work, but then you make sure you have exciting weekends and after work periods of time? How do you go about it? And I remember I interviewed um, a woman from West Africa and she said uh, she lived in Tanzania before as well. And she said, actually, in West Africa, they party much more than people in Tanzania. I don't know. What's your perspective on that? I guess Tanzanians party a lot during weekends. And then you from when it reads Friday, it's party time. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, me and my friend, I'm really lucky first. I'm really lucky that I'm working at the same place with my friends that I studied with from, from advanced level education, secondary, high school, let's say high school. I studied with her high school and I studied with her university and we lived together during uni. And I'm really lucky that I'm working with her here. So during... I mean, on Fridays, which I go out on Fridays and have cocktails. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a party girl. Like I, I do like partying, but 
not most of the time. So like we'll just go to count places and and have cocktails in the evening and the morning would go on Fridays in the morning would go to different we try different cafes every Fridays and that's something fun that we do that I so that we do so I really look up to Fridays <laughs> even if work is boring and exhausting I really look up to Fridays due to the activities that we have yeah I'm happy for you and it makes me think since you have dealt with people pleasing with confidence etc and you spoke about how sometimes families can be toxic there are women who maybe are living up to families expectations doing work they don't love but their family expected living life based on someone else's term and they feel stuck and they worry what if I take a risk and do what I love, but then I fail and my family will say, I told you so, you were wrong and other people will judge them and all that. But that makes them not live to their potential. Do you have any advice for yourself and for those women so that they dare to go out of their comfort zone and reach their potential fully? I would advise myself, even others, that they should not care what their parents say, what their elders say, what their guardians say, what they have on them. So because they have lived their life. They have lived their life. Why can't you too? Why why do they okay? I would really advise people to live their lives, especially girls, and not follow their parents' expectations. Okay, for example, let's say me, my parents expect me to i'm a first i'm a firstborn <laughs> i'm a firstborn so they kind of depend on me to be like this pillar for my siblings like i have to do the most i have to be the best and i can't mess up in between i have to be the best and that's really a toil for me it's like a ba- a baggage that i have to carry which i don't think that's right I didn't ask to be a firstborn and I don't think it's right for parents to burden firstborns with all that, all those responsibilities, all those, all that expectations to be perfect. So I would advise girls to just be them and live their lives and do not, if, if you want to be a painter, be a painter girl, you want to be, you want to sing, go sing. You want to be a model, be a model. Because your parents have lived their life. They're not going to be you. You're going to get old and you're going to regret why you didn't do what you wanted to do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Agnes. It was my privilege and my honor to have you in this podcast, to share your voice, experience and wisdom. I wish you all the happiness, success in your internship and glory in your life and all your dreams to come true. Thank you so much, Aziz. I had so much fun talking to you too. And it brought it brought up some emotions that were, that were inside. I didn't want to bring them up, but I'm glad that I really had to talk to you. You are welcome. Mm-hmm.